0: It's Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's time for Spirekin Television Tuesday, the podcast where we talk about all things TV. Well, not really. We talk about the most recent shows that we've been watching as of late. I'm your Hosan saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. Yes, and we're back for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful podcast. Hope you guys have been doing good. I'm actually kind of excited because this episode, we talk about the final episode of one season, the first episode of a new season, and then a middle episode of another season. Anyway, if you want to check out any of our earlier episodes, you can check them out at...
1: www.spyrican.com
0: We're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, and itunes and various other social media sites you just type in s-p-i-r-a-k-n in the search bar and you'll find us one way or the other so that all that basic shilling is out of the way i think that we're ready to go aren't we
1: let's talk tv
0: oh before i forget if you want have any questions comments or concerns you can email us at zan that's x-a-n at spyrocon.com and look in the show notes for all of our other links and including our discord where you can actually recommend tv shows to us so now that's the way. like you said, let's talk TV, because we had a lot of shows that we watched this week, uh, tremendously large amount of them, we can talk about each one, but we have four shows we're going to talk about. Did we
1: really watch that much TV this week?
0: Well, kind of, well, we watched more than that, because we watched other things as well, but, and here's the crazy part, one of these we technically should have in the superhero, well, two of these we should have in the superhero show, but I don't think it should go in a superhero show, because we'll talk about other things in that one.
1: Yeah, Stargirl's not superhero
0: It is a superhero show, totally superhero show And so is Umbrella Academy But we'll talk about that Because we have those two We'll talk about the uh, Nosferatu episode 8 And then we're going to talk an uh, overview About one TV show that I'm kind of shocked came out And that you completely binged And I watched a couple episodes of and we're talking about the evil
1: Babysitter's Club
0: Yes, the Babysitter's Club uh, So, as usual I ran out of episodes and as, like I said, as usual, what we do is we're going to give our basic overview and then we're going to go spoilery after the end credits, so stay tuned after the end music to hear our deep dives into it. So, let's start off, We now since we go off back order, let's start off with the Babysitter's Club, the adaptation of the Babysitter Club novels by Anne M. Martin, and this is released on Netflix. Uh came out July 3rd, 2020, took us a while to get to it, and the show creator for this was Rachel Schurkert and uh, I think she directed, no actually she directed none of the episodes, the main director that did most of this was Lucia Aniel, who, what what is she directed? Um, she's an Italian director who directed Time Traveling Bong, Rough Nights, and A couple other weird shows, but
1: stuff that doesn't really like scream Babysitters Club too,
0: and also Aquafina and Queens. So yeah, but this is a modernization adaptation of the Babysitters Club, and the first season was a grand total of ten episodes, and they covered the first ten books of the Babysitters Club, and for the most part, they're very faithful to the original novels. They do update a few things here and there, and they do change some of the characters around. Most notably, the big two that they change are, um, who is it? It's uh, Stacy... No, it's uh, Mary Ann Spieler. They change up, and uh, Dawn Schaefer they change. And they change them by updating their...
1: Ethnicity.
0: Yes, as opposed to them all being white girls, except for... uh, Who is it? It's Claudia... Everybody they've changed to be a little different. And also, uh, Marianne's very different because she has a very neurotic and weird dad. And she ends up hanging out with someone whose father left because he's gay. It's a whole thing. But you have a bunch of very new actresses involved. You have Sophia Grace as protagonist, arguably. Christy Thompson, the president of the Babysitter's Club. Who is a super social justice warrior. You have Momoa Tamada as Claudia Kishi. The vice president, uh, Japanese American who doesn't know how to speak Japanese. You have Shay Rudolph as Stacy McGill, the treasurer of the club, who's from uh, Upper West Side Manhattan, and also is using a very intriguing device, which my dad uses for a completely different reason. You have Molly. Bit- not
1: for a completely different reason.
0: Well, it's a different type. You have Molly Baker as Marianne Spieler, the shy secretary. Uh, surprisingly, one that shocked the heck out of me, Alicia Silverstone is in this. As uh, as a
1: mom.
0: As Elizabeth Thomas Brewer, and she aged a little differently. She looks very different. And then, I'm used to
1: seeing her a little bit aged because I watched her do a couple other different things.
0: And there's a couple other characters we could talk about. Like, but we
1: did recently just watch Clueless again, so yeah, it was like... Kind of crazy. But, so, overall,
0: this show is... Awesome. Wholesome. It's... Topical. Timeless. It's, not, it's timeless. It's, it's the Babysitter's Club. They talk about it, and it's all done, each episode's from the perspective of a different member of the club, and it's, they're the narrator for it, and it's pretty much verbatim Which love, for the book. I love, because the
1: narrator changes all the time, and point of view changes all the time. It's about babysitting, but it's not. It's about the girls.
0: It's um, about life and it's about dealing with changes in various ways. Each one deals with a different But it's topic. so
1: like classic. It's the same stuff that every girl goes through. Or every boy. Pre, in the preteen time frame. So it's it's incredibly topical. It's,
0: it's so current. And it deals with topics such as divorces, uh, medical issues.
1: The only thing that they did was it was a quote unquote throwback to have a landline phone yeah for the club that was like the only like thing that they had to
0: write there's a couple of things they had to to change and update but it's they did add a bunch of new issues in it but for the most part it's the same topic that you can check out it's one which you can watch you won't be bored by it's very quick though like 23 minute episodes
1: yeah i i really enjoyed it i feel like i binge watched the entire series but it didn't feel like
0: a huge commitment and I to admit, it wasn't arguably bad to watch. It's a little... Some parts were a little angering, but that's just because...
1: That's just saying. I really enjoyed it.
0: No, it's... Certain characters are designed to be like that. In the books, they're written to be like that. It's not very different. Uh, there is one new thing that they introduced in the fourth episode that I felt was a little... Much?
1: What they introduced in the fourth episode. Because I binged it, I have no idea what... Is the first, second, third, fourth.
0: Bailey. The kid she's babysitting who's...
1: Oh. They kind of... Identifies as a different gender. They
0: forced that in a little bit. They kind of... That wasn't like... And that's nothing wrong with that. It's just that... And I've... It's no problem. It just... It's kind of... Shoehorned in, it felt. It didn't feel natural. The, the, The whole concept didn't feel like it was an organic...
2: Oh, I
1: felt like it was organic. I thought they handled it in a very nice way. Mm.
0: I felt it was shoehorned in and they should have spent a little more time with it, not just here it is.
1: But. Well, it's not like you were introduced, like, hello, my daughter identifies as a girl, but she is technically still a boy. Will you be my babysitter? Like, it was very, I trust you. Can you babysit? My
0: beautiful child. That was, that's a that is a valid point. I.
1: Thank you. Win win for the Greta. Whoop,
0: whoop. So anyway, it makes me feel like a jerk now for saying this. So, and I'm not trying to be a jerk about it.
1: But you know, you weren't binge watching it like I was binge watching it. You like walked into it. I felt it was very organic. I thought they did it in a very tasteful, appropriate way. And it's a topic that. You know, kids need to talk about or or need to.
0: I feel a couple need to know about. I feel a couple of topics are kind of just like it's a it's a this episode. was about but that's an
1: anime too. That's in Princess Jellyfish.
0: But Jellyfish. It was over the entire series. It's the whole thing. It's not a here's this, and it felt like a lot of the topics he did. It's just for this episode. Then they kind of drop it.
1: But so is. I will Getting s- your period for the first time, and then they drop it, and then...
0: Look, I do admit that them... Kissing dealing...
1: a boy for the first time, and then
0: they drop it. But I th- but I like that how they treated the medical issue, and it was something that carried over over time. Yes. It wasn't a, here it is, the end. It's like, no, this is legitimate full-time. This is going to keep coming up over and over again. But... I thought they handled it very tastefully. Anyway... I think that it's worth watching, checking out. If you watch us, let us know what you think. And.
1: I suggest watching it. I liked it. Blast from the past. Made me feel youthful.
0: Anyway, so from. Lovely babysitters. Let's go to something a little bit darker. And we're talking about Season 2, Episode 8 of Nosferatu. Enti- a little darker? Entitled Chris McQueen. And this is directed again by Trissa Brooke. And she's a really good director for this. And it flows really well from the last episode. It feels like a continuation. It's not as jarring as a different director. It fits. And um, based on the... Uh what happened at the end of last episode? We're dealing with the fallout of that, and more importantly, we're now following Vic again as she and her Lou and her dad fixed the triumph, and now she is gonna try to get
1: and it's her relationship it's her relationship with the dad is' struggling because she feels like she's failed as a parent because
0: yes it's that's the main thing of this episode is dealing with her dad who's trying to help her out, and also he's caused some problems and he acknowledges it and he's gotten better. He's gotten better since being that alcoholic from the first season. And it's interesting to see that she loves her dad but she's saying I one point she says I can't forgive you because if I for, if I forgive you that means
1: then I'm I'm a cop out. Yeah. And he's like you have to forgive yourself.
0: Cuz she's not forgiving herself over the situation. Of what occurs and how this episode ends is a mic drop. We'll talk more about it in a bit, but it does end in a very mic droppy moment, but we do find out a little bit more, and this is ending it's leading towards the end game at this point. This is almost at the end of the story, and I don't One think there is think. Con- there's not gonna be a season three of this. This is a contained story and is it's that confirmed? gonna end. The book ended at a certain point.
1: Yeah, but how many times have they taken a TV show and deviated from the book?
0: But there's no way to at this point. The whole thing is following Vic and how this ends. I don't know. I mean, it could do something. but So this was a... What do you think about this as an episode, comparatively?
1: I thought it was a really good episode. I I didn't like... It's a
0: strong episode. It's a very strong
1: episode. I didn't like how much Wayne... Wayne was really teetering at the end of the previous episode. So this this time, Wayne was full on...
0: They rushed that a little bit, I they think. They
1: rushed that a little bit. I wish he was still kind of fighting it. And succumbing so to it and not just a...
0: We'll talk about this more in the in the uh, spoilers. Spoiler. But, so this episode is definitely worth watching. And now at this point, it's just... We're going full speed. There is nowhere else to go at this point it's the
1: wraith is in third gear we're going for it
0: the wraith is almost at the end game and vic has to get her stuff together to fix things also secondary mvp i have to give it to maggie in this episode because it was heartbreaking seeing that seeing that
1: i'm kind of biting my tongue to the spoiler
0: yeah we will get to that in a bit all right so from here, let's get to the season fi- or series uh, season finale of Stargirl. season one, episode thirteen, Stars and S sh- T R I P E, Stars and Stripe, and then part two. And this episode was directed by sci-fi and geeky director, who's pretty awesome, Greg Beeman. And since he is a geek and he's very good at what he directs, he has a great attention to detail in this episode, and it's well done. And from this. Follows up with last episode and, well, since it's a superhero show, Stargirl and the new JSA have to save the day from the ISA or else, well, bad things are going to happen. And Otherwise they're SOL. Pretty much. And, it's, and it opens up with a great, just because last episode was a cliffhanger, ends up right there and then it goes further into it and it ends in kind of a hilariously ironic way. With the final battle, but then it leads up to a lot more in the next episode. Everybody has their moment. I do feel that the one character that got shortchanged again was Beth, because they could have given. Zan's
1: full on Team Beth.
0: No, I like Beth, but they really I shortchanged do too. her. They could have had something instead of just her being. Well, anyway, spoiler talk for that. This This series has really come a long way from that pilot episode uh it's gotten a lot yeah
1: the pilot episode was rough the second episode rough and it's the third episode i was
0: ready to give up courtney is the worst part of the show she really is but she's gotten better now she's tolerable You used to say the little brother was the worst part of the show well after we found out his motivation for why he was being like that you it everything makes sense he's actually being a really good actor He's, yeah, but
1: you used to think he was the worst part of the show.
0: He, he. I thought that night meant I was wrong, but Courtney is probably is was re, is really bad.
1: I liked her better in this episode.
0: No, she's gotten better. She's gone leaps and bounds better, and it, maybe this was just because they needed to do the hero's journey her to get to this point.
1: But oh my gosh, basically an entire season
0: to get to this point. To get to this point. So season two is probably going to be a lot better than season one. Let's be honest, it's going to be a lot better. Well, one can hope. Yes. And now, because we finished watching that, I can get rid of DC Universe, because there's nothing else I want to watch on there. And yes, I know, Doom Patrol's on there, we watch all of Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol's done. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Doom Patrol, because Doom Patrol is... It's awesome, and weird, and crazy, and just kind of... Well, anyway...
1: It's its own thing.
0: It's its own thing, which we could spend hours talking about. We want to see that probably for a superhero show. Which we'll probably do another Zan's Extraordinary Extraordinary Superhero Examination. But we're talking about Stargirl here. And I will say the ending up until the quote-unquote not stinger, the pre credit scene, this could have ended the series and it would have been perfectly fine. That's the thing I will say. It could have ended they could have ended the series with this one season and it would have been fine. Yeah, they set up for more stuff, but it ends in such a nice place. And that that hero shot would be like, this is movie one. Or this is the one movie for Stargirl, and that's it. And again, props for everybody who is acting really well. Everybody did a good job. I except The
1: characters are finally more developed. It was just taking an entire season to do it.
0: I will say Icicle kind of regressed a little bit. Big bad Icicle kind of regressed. No,
1: I like that he had a soft side and then it was like a brief moment. It was like a... (gasps) Over. Yeah. Okay. But, so this one... It's now an official rating.
0: Yeah. So this show is... It's worth checking out. You have a chance, watch it. If not, well... Give it a, give it a watch. I'd say binge the whole show. Pro- I say
1: it's binge worthy. Just get th- get if you can get through the first three episodes. It's enjoyable. Feel free to leave it on in the background for a little bit because you're not gonna really miss much.
0: No, there's a lot that happens later on, but that first part is a little rough. And the little brother gets better, and Courtney. After episode 8 gets tolerable. Courtney gets better. She needs, it takes her 8 episodes to get good.
1: The little brother gets better. The mom starts to show up. Well, the
0: mom showed up from the beginning. but
1: She did not show up from the beginning.
0: She did a lot for them. She showed up for the little brother at his... Well, anyway. We'll talk about that in the spoiler section. So finally. Finally. Our last show we're going to talk about... We're actually going to do this by episode as opposed to just binging the whole thing because... This show is great. Because
1: Zan won't let me binge it. Let's just be real. Zan won't let me binge it.
0: Hey, I want to binge it and talk about, but I think this would be, we need something to fill our time because we have two more episodes of Nosferatu and we got to stretch this out till next season. So I think this works.
1: Right. Because there's no other television.
0: No other new television that's on. Unless you do all binge shows, but.
1: Hello, the good witch.
0: No. (laughs) That show was canceled, and it's actually been over for several years. Yes,
1: well, I just discovered it. It's new to me.
0: It's not a new show. The deal is it's got to be new. From the
1: Hallmark Channel, it's got Greta written all over it.
0: But, either way, so we're talking about Umbrella Academy Season 2, Episode 1. Right back where we started. This is directed by Sylvan White, and this is based off of the comic book, the Umbrella Academy, that was written by... um, the heck is the original it's based on the original umbrella academy written by gerald way and gabriel ba and this is a netflix original series and it was uh direct created by steve blackman and um jeremy slater and it's to since we didn't talk about umbrella academy we didn't do an episode based on it pretty much boiling it down umbrella academy is about a misfit group of of heroes who are a family and they're dealing with the end of the world in the first season
1: but they're just as dysfunctional as everybody else's family
0: yes because they're a really messed up family because their father figure so was they
1: have superhero powers yes
0: and their father was a horrible person the monocle was horrible father he, with their quotes yes because he's like i'm going to adopt you make you superheroes and then instead of names i'm going to call you numbers and I'm going to treat the most powerful of you like shit without telling you that you have superpowers. And that's not going to go horribly wrong.
1: We're just going to see it like an experiment and uh, go from there.
0: Yes, and um, the background of this was on October 1st, 1989, 43 women from around the world gave birth simultaneously. And each of these children had abilities because the the birth was... No one was pregnant, they just... in Like two minutes, they became pregnant, gave birth, and the eccentric billionaire Sir Reginald Hargreaves, aka The Monocle, adopted seven of them and he named his new superhero group the Umbrella Academy. And,
1: And this season it opened with the recap from the previous season,
0: which was done really well. I
1: thought they did it really exceptionally well. But what I love about it is the recap ends with a um, atomic cloud <laughs> that goes into the shape of an umbrella. Yes. Not a mushroom.
0: Yes, and we should actually talk about before we get into the things some of the Umbrella Academy members. Now, first off, we have uh, number one, Luther Hargreaves, A.K.A. Space Boy. And his deal is that he was injected with a serum when he got really hurt to turn him into a. His head is normal, but his body is an ape's. In the comic, mostly bo- in the move in the comic, his head was grafted onto a Martian ape. So he said, "Oh, we'll just do an injection where he turns kind of half apish," and he's just super strong, and he's an astronaut. Go figure. Uh, and this, he's played by Tom Hop- Hopper. Next, you had uh and he's
1: kind of a sweetheart.
0: Yeah. yeah, he's kind of a geeky guy, and he's kind of big and bulky. But then you have number two, uh, Diego Hargreaves, aka the Kraken, who's played by David Castaneda, and he's the bad boy. He's the number two, who's kind of the he's the Lance of the group. If you know, get that from Voltron. He's the guy that's like, I'm going to fight with the, the <laughs> a boss second, all I the time. Second, I thought you
1: were talking about in sync. No, 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 <laughs> no,
0: no, no. He's the one that constantly is butting heads with Luther to be I'm I know what's right, I'm the black sheep of the family, and he is the troublemaker, and his power in this is he could curve project the trajectory of anything he throws, usually knives. And he's like a super assassin. And he used the C B radio in the first season to find out what's going on. So he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> he's totally a jerk. And then you have number three, uh, Allison Hargreaves, A.K.A. the Rumor, and she is—I love
1: her power in the show. She just says, "I heard a rumor that with her like hands and fingers out, and then it happens, it comes true." So you know, I heard a rumor that you gave me a hundred dollars; they would just give her a hundred dollars. I heard a rumor that you're going to kill yourself; they go kill themselves. I heard a rumor that
0: she she. Uh, pretty much can control reality and control minds with this power. It's super OP.
1: I love it.
0: And she has a little girl. She's super nice. Uh, Then you have number four, uh, the seance, Klaus, who is a drugged out, flamboyant, crazy medium who spends most of his time high off his ass because... He doesn't want to use his powers. His powers are very overpowered cuz he could deal with the dead. But he's just overly
1: But his power is that he can see
0: and talk to dead people.
1: And and he can sometimes make them seen.
0: He can call them, channel them, bring them to our world and then So cause he problems.
1: to other people he looks with lack of a better term, batshit crazy. You know, he's fighting with ghosts and things like that. So
0: they're talking to him and bothering him. And he's just like, come on, leave me alone. So,
1: so he embraces his weirdness and dresses like Mike with like Mick Jagger and
0: rolls with it. And for him, it's sex. Yes, please. Boy, girl, doesn't matter. Anyone, anyone,
1: and drugs and alcohol yes thank you anyone
0: um also with klaus we should talk about number six who is uh ben the horror ben hargreaves he's dead (laughs) he died but he harasses klaus and his ability was kind of horrific his ability is his body is a dimensional portal into a cthulian world and horrific monsters will come out of his body
1: yes you heard that
0: right and he's kind of pissed off at uh klaus he's klaus's like conscience because they were best friends but he's also like as much
1: as anybody could be klaus's conscience
0: i gotta be stuck with this asshole
1: And they kind of bicker like the
2: Odd Couple.
0: Yes, and then the last member, the last two members, we have uh, number five, whose name is Five Hargreaves, because he ended up, or the boy, he ended up accidentally traveling to the future in the, in the when he's like fifteen years old, and then he got, or not fifteen, like twelve, and he got stuck in the future in a post-apocalyptic world for like fifty years, and then when he's able to use his powers again and go backwards in time. He ends up stuck in a kid's body.
1: Yeah, a little 15 year old body.
0: Forever. So he's he's stuck. He's the oldest one of all. Yeah, he's like 97 years old, but he looks like a 13 year old. And his power is he can jump through time and space, so he's a teleporter. And he's a real. Now, he's an asshole because he's tired and angry and he's seen the post apocalyptic world. He's a grumpy
1: old man as a teenager.
0: Yep. And he also sees things. Now and he's seen some shit so he's like yeah fuck this i don't want to deal with this so he's the one who tells them constantly that the apocalypse is happening you got we got to deal with this we got to save the day that's his job he's also a former assassin i think he was involved in the assassination of kennedy i think that was what he was involved in was that or a couple of other weird things like he was involved in multiple assassinations throughout time
1: depends it depends on what dimension he was in at the moment
0: yeah because again time travel and we can't forget Vanya. Now, Vanya is number seven. She's the one that uh, Hargraves, the monocle, said, You have no powers, number seven. You're just, you're just not like them.
1: But she has, like, the biggest power of all.
0: Yeah, she was just a, someone who liked playing the violin. That was her only ability. And that turns out that her power is that she converts sound waves into destructive force. Like, she could destroy the planet with her powers so he suppressed it constantly because she's the most dangerous of them all and she's played by ellen page i didn't say the other actors names sorry (laughs) kind of forgotten about that but it's kind of crazy seeing her how powerful she is and seeing how like it's she has a daddy complex because she stayed with daddy but daddy treated her like garbage and so the family dealt with first season they averted the apocalypse but in order to save the world they end up having to go backwards in time that's how season one ends and season two starts off right where they started because they end up in a town in dallas texas in a alleyway however because number five is kind of his powers screwed up each one of them pops in different times
1: in a different year
0: yeah which is kind of crazy because the order it's really unusual because first off we have uh first one to drop off is klaus klaus pops in 1960 in dallas and it's him and ben technically because ben goes with him everywhere next after that you had luther popped in in 1961 was the big,
1: muscular one
0: yep and then after that was diego pops in and then the one which is the most tragic is you have, Allison pops in, 1962.
1: You know, during the whole segregation thing. And she, oh, we forgot to mention, Allison only. is
0: is mulatto. She's half black, half white, so or she's light-skinned black. So it's like, this is not good.
1: Not the time period she wanted to pop back into.
0: And then, finally, we have... Number five pops in. Oh, and Vanya popped in 1961. So, each one between... But got one... hit
1: by a car and can't remember anything. Yep.
0: So, from 1960 to 1963, they've all popped in different times. And five pops in when the world is about to end. It's 1963. Apparently, JFK decided to declare war against the Soviet Union. And the Soviets have invaded. So And they're going to destroy the world. So, he has to go back in time and fix out what happened... By going backwards by 10 days. Also we have to. We can't forget that. Because they
1: always have 10 days to fix the world.
0: And also 5 was helped out to go back in time. By. uh, Hazel. Who is. uh, From season 1. He was an assassin who was trying to kill. Number 5. But he left the business because he fell in love with Donut Lady.
1: Which was very sweet.
0: Kind of convoluted and crazy. But he's played by Cameron Britton.
1: Yeah I don't know if you followed along.
0: Yeah, I was surprised to see him in this episode.
1: I've watched this and I still haven't fallen along.
0: So, long story short, this episode deals with um, what happened in the aftermath now that they're all in 1960s. Again, the end of the world is going to happen and they have to come together. And this sets things up in such a crazy convoluted way, but it's so much more entertaining now... Then season one was even though season one, the first episode, has one of the coolest scenes in all of the show. The whole dancing montage. True. But this episode sets up a lot of stuff. It's got a lot of questions in what has happened in the three years since some of them dropped off. It's so intriguing to see them. And how the characters' mindsets have changed. Like Luther, the most uh and this is a little spoily, the most Uh, loyal of the family is now like fuck it i don't care which is a complete departure from how he was uh so yeah so i'm gonna say that umbrella academy season two episode one definitely worth watching if you
1: totally worth watching even if you didn't catch on to this makes more sense when you watch it when you see it it's like baseball you have to see it it's crazy
0: so i guess we'll talk more about all this later uh so check it out watch all these shows Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, Stay tuned after the credits for us to talk spoilers, as usual. I'm Zan. I'm Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. Keep watching... TV. TV. See ya. It's Zan and Greta and it's time for spoilers and well, as usual we're gonna go backwards and Umbrella Academy episode one of season two holy shit I gotta say seeing where everybody ended up was bizarre seeing how Klaus is I'm curious what happened to him because he says like they were all clingy I mean did he get married to like a bunch of people is he is he a nut did he start a religion what what happened what do you think happened with Klaus?
1: I don't know. He seems very different.
0: Not that different, but but now Ben is being more like I'm standoffish. I can do what I want. I'm not going to help you.
1: Like, nope. Nice try.
0: So Ben is holding him accountable, and that's good. So he's, no,
1: Ben's just really kind of screwing with him.
0: Before Ben had to list would either help him out or he left him alone. So he's no longer super druggy, or maybe not as druggy. He's super tattooed but he always was tattooed.
1: I feel like his inspiration for this role is totally Mick Jagger. Well,
0: the original one was totally crazy, but so next we had uh Vanya. That was weird. Like the fact that she's the nanny of a mute kid and her parents and his parents. Well,
1: he's autistic. They just didn't know what autistic was in the 60s.
0: Is he autistic?
1: You think? He's nonverbal.
0: Maybe. Or know.
1: or he's just taking his time.
0: Maybe it was because the car accident he's not talking?
1: No, it was before that.
0: Maybe. But the she's with a family where the husband and wife... The husband's obviously staying out late at night because he's got to make that working. sale. Working, working hard. And the wife has been hiding money because she knows he's going to leave her?
1: Or she's preparing to...
0: Be wife number one.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's very 60s. It's The housewife has no power...
0: And it's also in dallas yeah uh so that's what's going on with vanya also vanya is kind of being a little flirty with the wife which that's well like... susan
1: page seems to bring well
0: ellen page i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry
1: ellen page seems to bring a little bit of lesbian to all of her roles now
0: yeah that's kind of her thing i think it's like how Kristen Stewart is now, where she's got to play a lesbian or bring that kind of
1: energy or whatever. Maybe. So it, it feels a little, but it could be, it could just be that she's befriending in a girlfriend type manner, not a romantic girlfriend, just a girlfriend.
0: Maybe that's possible. Uh, let us know what you think. If if Well, you've probably seen it. So <laughs> we're taking it episode by episode. We're
1: going step by step.
0: I will say the most shocking was seeing Luther as the bouncer.
1: Because he's such a sweetheart.
0: Well, not anymore. He's now the guy who gets into underground fights and gives his entire bankroll to his boss. Yeah, that's just
1: something is weird.
0: No, that's... You're gonna be a mook or, or nothing. Cause he, but that's weird because he's super intelligent also. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's it's such a weird situation with him, and then Klaus being in the mental institution.
1: That's sad.
0: It makes sense though, because he's saying that someone's gonna kill President Kennedy, even though it's totally true. They're not gonna believe him. The
1: FBI should be really interviewing him and holding him, but they maybe they put him in a psych ward.
0: Yeah, seeing, so that
1: they know where he is. But
0: seeing him escape with that girl Lila, that was kind of cool. She
1: made a Jedi reference.
0: Yeah. Some, that
1: is she from the future? Because.
0: Something's up with her. Star
1: Wars didn't come out till the 70s.
0: Well, he made the Star Wars, the Luke Skywalker, and then she made it. A yeah, reference. but she
1: made the. She continued the reference.
0: Yeah, something's up there.
1: Like, I don't know if you caught on to that.
0: And also, she f- didn't freak out as bad she, when she saw the guys, the blondes.
1: Yeah, she's got to be from the future.
0: Something's up with her. Uh. Seeing Allison have kind of a, I don't know, is it happy ending? Seeing her happily married. And she's going to become a... To a a
1: man who absolutely loves her.
0: And she's being a civil rights activist.
1: It's kind of cool.
0: It is. I'm surprised she does not use her power. She totally could fix it. One, two, three. She should use her power. Maybe she doesn't know how to use her. Maybe maybe she
1: like... No, she knows how to use it. Maybe she remembers enough history to know that this has to be the good fight. Man, And wants to be a part of it.
0: That's possible. We'd That's ha- my theory. We'd have to wait and see.
1: We don't have to wait and see. We can watch more of it.
0: True, we can. We can binge it. We can. And then scene number five, dealing with, well, one, that guy who's like, the the UFO nut was like, I saw the bright light and I've been following ever since, taking pictures. Because he thinks there's UFOs with the teleporting. So. But
1: he's seeing crazy things happening. So, it's not unrealistic to call it an alien. That is true. It's the 60s.
0: It is the 60s, but him there and then... Like, it's
1: such an interesting f- yeah. time period. Like, that was really cool that they picked that.
0: And seeing him... And seeing five show up to two of them, that is, that's actually, and he goes for Diego first, he finds Diego, and then he goes for Luther. But you think he's going to find the rest of them? Yes. Quickly, or it's going to take a while?
1: I think it'll take a couple episodes. I think they might stick to this pattern and do two per episode. So this episode, next episode, and then they'll start like the fight
0: against the... Yeah.
1: End of days or whatever.
0: And then the last thing is, the question is, who are those three blonde psychopaths who are coming to assassinate all of them? Are they members of the commission? Which is the group that number five worked for and defected from? They are
1: albino... um...
0: Swedish psychopaths. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, in the last season,
1: what's it called when they're paid to go kill someone? They're assassins. assassins. Yeah, they're, they're albino assassins.
0: Yeah, but the fact that they're able to go through time and they know they they knew who Hazel was and Hazel was oh shit. I think that they're maybe they worked for the handler, but the handler was killed. Right? She got killed by Hazel in season in season one, the finale. He shot her.
1: Yeah, but how many times has this shown? This show has proven to us that weird ass things happen.
0: That is true. So I don't know. I really don't know. We're gonna have to wait and see where everybody goes. And who's gonna what's gonna happen this far. I I'm curious though if they're gonna see Reginald. If they're gonna go see the monocle.
1: i don't see why not. I
0: mean, but he'll be a young man. Maybe Diego will go and say, like, you you fucked up my childhood. Who knows? We're gonna have to wait and see on that. But that's the that's all we're going to talk about with the Umbrella Academy. So now let's get to the other one, which is Stargirl. And wow, seeing that final fight with the Injustice Society and the Justice Society, which they admit was the, it's the Justice Society, was kind of cool. It was. And also then bringing out and Grundy. They saved him for the last episode, and he looked badass. Very zombie-ish. I
1: feel very bad for him.
0: Why? He's Solomon Grundy.
1: Because... He's a
0: giant zombie that people trick to do their bidding.
1: I know, I feel bad for him, like the Hulk. Like the Hulk smash. Yeah. Solomon Grundy smash.
0: But Solomon Grundy's also greedy, and he wants gold, and he's... He's got issues. I do like that you had all the, the villains... Well, the the leftover villains showing up. Uh, I do feel like Brainwave kind of got the short end of the stick at the ending. But either way, seeing all the villains show up, I and mean, Wave, he kind of got the short end of the stick. He, he kind of did, because he had like a little moment, because he's supposed to be the all powerful, and he...
1: I loved Icicle at the end, when he's like in love, clearly in love with the mom.
0: And first he tries to be like, look, she'll be fine. Just As long as you let this happen, you'll like, be all good.
1: I'll save all of us. Okay, no. Okay, so I'm going to kill all of you.
0: No, he says when it doesn't work out, he's like, "Fine, I'll kill. I'll, you'll be fine, but I'm gonna kill your daughter." And I'm but gonna he
1: kill- like he love he clearly loves her, and or he at least thinks he does. And it was kind of sweet. And then when the daughter comes and kicks his butt. And then he still survives, and then the little brother smashes him with the car, and he's like, so am I in? It's like, yes, you are. You killed him.
0: I didn't expect the little brother, Mike, to smash him with the car, because I, I see him get up, and he was still half-human, so I'm like, is he okay? Then he smashes it to ice. I'm like, okay. But... That was great. It was great. Uh, see, uh, Seeing, like I said, Brainwave show up pretending to be Henry Jr. using his psychic abilities, that was... Uh, kind of mind I mean kind
1: of you mind-play. caught on to it right away and I was like no maybe it really no I was is. like
0: there's no way It's 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 gotta be he's gotta be and then yep he, and he then when she hand. she kills him straight up I'm like wow I didn't expect that
1: especially after she talks with our
0: our man yeah. our
1: man and she's like no you can't kill him that's wrong he's like who against God she's like yes and what does she do she kills him she kills him cold blooded
0: She just cuts his neck open and then... Done. Seeing Pat fight to... uh, The opening sequence of Pat brainwashed fighting Courtney and then Courtney getting to him. That's a great sequence.
1: And at the end when she gives him the dad's present.
0: Oh, that was great.
1: That was great. It did not make me cry and I'm a good crier. I'm good for those things to cry. But it's the show.
0: So a lot of people had... And seeing... But seeing uh, Sheev show up and kill Dragon King before Justin could, that was a little bit of a... We knew Sheev was going to be pissed off at her dad. And she found the jewel. We'll get to the, the final in a, in a couple of... But this
1: is a spoiler.
0: It is. It is, it is, it is. Seeing, uh, but seeing the wizard's uh, room and finding the Eclipso gem, that was... You're right. That's kind of cool.
1: It was very cool. For her character, that's like...
0: But the question is, who's she going to give the gem to, to bring back Eclipso? And why would she bring... Well, she's crazy enough to do it. And now the ISA is... Well, I love the fact that... And this is going back to it. So, early on in the season, they they explained that something happened to the Shade for the ISA. Like, he betrayed them and he left. Or he got killed. And I love at the end of the episode, you see the Shade in the ISA headquarters... Covering all of them, and so he's gonna probably start a new ISA, and the gambler still is there. He escapes penniless. He, no, he got some of his. He saved some of his money left, but
1: that took the bank account down to zero.
0: No, there was like some bank accounts left. I think. Now I going, going, bringing up Beth, I seeing her freak out after the glasses were broken, and then she's just there crying. I wish she had shown up to be like, okay, he's gone, but she did that's something her herself. That's
1: only real friend.
0: Yeah, but she could have done something to be like, I gotta fix this somehow, or hack it, and she kind of was just sitting there.
1: Yes, but that's where this show has failed yeah. us time and time again.
0: Yeah, Beth gets the back seat. She has to show up to be the new Dr. Midnight. Somehow, some way, they gotta do something good for her. But everybody had their moment in this, the ending sequence of seeing Stripe and Stargirl on top of the water tower. And then the, with the American flag behind them. That's... Very sweet. Tr- total superhero ending. And seeing Sylvester Pemberton alive. At the end of the episode, you're like, wow. And wondering if that is Sylvester Pemberton or if it's someone else. Well, we're going to have to wait till next season to find out. And this really led to some good things in it. Also, I love the fact that he's like, someone will cover this. What do you mean, someone will cover this? And that it's, uh, there was an earthquake in Blue Valley today. Instead yeah, of...
1: there'll be a cover-up. We don't have to worry about that.
0: There, there wasn't a giant satellite that popped up out in the middle of... A uh, high school? Yeah, no. Oh, and one more thing. Seeing the Fiddler's son beat the hell out of the bully, and they're like, what the hell's wrong with you? He's like, my mom what said would I you... could do no.
1: it. No, what would your mom say? she his response is priceless she told me to do it
0: yeah he beat that guy with a tuba I was like a tuba it's like yeah well, no one's gonna mess with him no more they're gonna back away from him he's
1: gonna be part of the
0: the new ISA definitely yeah. well he's supposed to be the new fiddler Isaac that's the name of the fiddler so he'll probably be the new fiddler and it'll probably be Cindy who's setting up the new group yeah well, sh- well shade will probably be leading it we're gonna have to wait and see. Where it goes, and also Justin is looking for the seven soldiers of victory, the remaining members. So maybe we'll get another Green Arrow. Maybe we'll get a cameo from.
1: Because Pat was quick to say, yeah. "Come back and tell us. Tell us what you find."
0: Yeah, we have to wait and see on that. We're gonna see. And that's like, so it was. It was worth it. It was worth checking out. <sighs> so, it
1: was decent television.
0: Yeah. And now the one which was excellent television, but so sad. Chris McQueen, Nosferatu. And I gotta say, the minute we saw it opens with her dad at the funeral, funeral of, of his, his dad, dad, that kind of put a big D-E-A-D over him. Like, how knew-
1: hardcore can you foreshadow?
0: Yeah, they are foreshadowing he was going to die. They foreshadowed so bad. And seeing him when they find Bing he essentially makes it worse but then Bing being like do you forgive me and Bing was really contrite he wasn't manipulative yeah
1: he's trying to to do the right thing
0: he tried to and he failed and he's like I tried to stop him and I couldn't do it and then he's like do you forgive me it's like what do you say to that I mean you did try to rape her you tried to kill her you kidnapped her son like, no, I don't forgive you. Yeah, but he tried. And he, he said, I know I, I won't be a friend anymore, but please just... I was trying, I was trying to make it And he's trying better. to do right. Yeah, so... But she's not thinking of that right now. She just wants to save her something before he goes to the...
1: Christmas tree land.
0: To Christmas... Yeah, Christmas land. And it's now... When we see... We find out, one, that all the kids put up the ornaments. And two...
1: It's the final stop before they get there.
0: That's where you... The final... And that's
1: the Wraith has been giving those kids those ornaments.
0: Yeah. So, and it's cool that we know that you could fix the kids, but it's when souls fall. And I'm thinking you have to smash the ornament. But we don't know. Also, Millie talked to Vic and said straight up, Look, I need you to help me get out of I here. Want out. It's like, you're going to kill my dad, but I want to see the Great Wall of China. I want to live and it's going to come to a head because next episode her dad's going to be in Christmas land and she's going to probably say well, dad I want to get out of here and he's going to be like no 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 you," and or try and kill her and
1: blame her and then kill her and then continue to blame her just like he's done with the other women in his life
0: yeah, She hopefully she gets out of there somehow
1: it'd be really nice if she got out of there and she was like a regular kid again and then, like, died or disappeared or whatever, but that's not going to happen. I think that... This is not that happy kind of show.
0: I think that that if whatever turned them to the monsters is stopped, they'll turn back to normal.
1: Well, when they roll the snowball out, it just turns into static. They had sent the one kid out.
0: Oh, he disintegrated And he set.
1: disintegrated into static. So they're not just going to, like, go away.
0: They'll die. I think that that's as long as they're like the demon kids. I think when they're human again, they'll be human. I'm not sure. I don't know.
1: I wish, I hope, but Hallmark doesn't make this show, so...
0: No, Joe Hill makes this show, the son of Stephen King, so...
1: Right, so I feel like that's not going to be how that happens. I
0: think it'll probably have a decent ending. I think that Wayne may come back to normal. I don't know how it's going to end. I mean, Lou is still alive, but he just got bit by his his adopted son. Which, that was a shame.
1: It was so sweet when he's like, I love being Wayne's dad.
0: Yeah, and he hugs his son, and then his son bites him. It's because he's now evil, and it's just heartbreaking. So they gotta stop him. And how did he, they screw up blowing up the the wraith? That, I'm like, really? You blew, you, you blew it too soon. How do you not... It was a little frustrating. And the other thing, seeing now that Maggie is able to use her power with the trick that the hourglass man showed him is cool. But also it's sad because she lost Trish. She loses Trish. her, yeah. Trish leaves her. It was such a sad breakup. And and it was, and she was fine. Like she would have stayed with Trish. And no problem. But Trish doesn't want the, she doesn't want the weirdness. She wants the. And
1: ba- I don't blame her. Your significant other is putting a cigarette out in their arm with wounds, open wounds on their pe- on their person. Like that's not what anybody wants.
0: But she also doesn't want her to use the power in that kind because of Because the
1: power hurts her. Debilitates her, gives her seizures unless she hurts voluntarily hurts herself. It's like a Mayan blood sacrifice. But so I get it.
0: I get it, but it's it's a kinda tough situation. It's super
1: tough. It's sad.
0: I wanted her I wanted her to make it and Maggie deserves This is a
1: sad, dark, twisted show. Well that apparently we can't stop watching.
0: Well, we gotta see how it ends. There's only hopefully there's only three episodes left. And hopefully that car gets blown up or destroyed.
1: I want a happy ending.
0: I don't know. I I, I don't know how. It's I don't
1: gonna think end. it's gonna be a happy ending, but I want a happy ending. Knowing. Knowing Jonah Hill, like it's gonna be. Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Knowing Joe Hill, it's gonna be. Sad, unfinished, no
0: real closure. No, I think it's gonna have closure. I think the closure... no, because it's
1: gonna continue to tie into
0: the whole universe. No, I think that all of his stories.
1: Lock and key thought... is not in happy...
0: No, the ending is that they save the day and the family's okay. It just... It's just... Still not happy. No, everyone's okay. They stop using the keys. And um, they think that the, the little son is dead and he comes back in the book. But he comes back. Because they find a trick to get him back. and he's. But
1: still, that's kind of what I'm thinking about this. Is like, I'm like...
0: There's going to be a twist happy ending or it's going to be... It's going to be that maybe Vic sacrifices herself for him. How many
1: more episodes do we have?
0: Three. No, two. Two episodes left. There's Welcome to Christmas Land, and then there's Bats. So that's it. Two episodes left. And there's been major deviations already from the source material, so this may have a good ending. Yeah, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Tell us your
1: thoughts. What do you think? You want a happy ending? You happy with it ending? Sad and scary?
0: Or do you want to have a a good ending? Let us know. And then finally, the first season of Babysitter's Club, which we just, such a marathon. Like I said, I think that them modernizing it was good and bad at the same time. Like, the the whole storyline with the type 1 diabetes felt really out of place in a world where kids know they're allergic to...
1: Yeah, but they Peanuts don't, and allergic but they to don't grow up rats. knowing that they're allergic to it. They have to learn it. How do you learn it? Well, you can learn about diabetes in um, the babysitter's club.
0: But it's like, she's like, I don't want anyone to know that. Um, and like everybody in her school. No, grew.
1: originally she didn't want anybody to know. That was the whole thing. And then she got over it. And then with everybody knowing came the power of it. And then she embraced it. And that's the thing is, unless somebody has it, kids don't learn it right away. So kids have to learn these things from somewhere and then they're like oh i saw that on the babysitter's club and then they can talk about oh how that was right or how that was wrong or how theirs is different or but they've already had some kind of insight to it
0: so it's just them teaching about it that's all yeah okay i will bring it to light but i will say that the cast was well done the girls do a great job they're all believable um, the fact that Chrissy is yeah, supposed thought... to be a control freak and they have her as a control freak was really...
1: Spot on. But Sp- I-, I thought all on. the girls did an exceptional job.
0: Oh, all the characters did a great job. And, um, well, the last episode of the season, that whole camp counselor thing is a little... What the heck? Though, Nah, that was cute. No, it's very like... I hate you. No, I hate you. No, I'm going to throw you on the ground. Oh, no. Why are you... You got touched with... uh what was it? Poison Ivy. Oh, no.
1: But I thought that was kind of true to girl drama.
0: And it was its just very anecdotal. It was weird. Like I said, the modernizations weren't that bad.
1: It's cutesy. It's a babysitter's club. It's what you expect out of the babysitter's club. And everything
0: club. did fit with it. And the retro nature was kind of... Had a bit of charm to it. Also, I think that, I love how, um, what's her name's sister is super, like, she's kind of cringy.
1: She's like, everybody thinks I'm a witch. Well, I am. A witch is defined by this. Okay, are we done? Let's all move forward.
0: I was like, I'm super intelligent, and I'm going to talk like I'm completely dissociated from the rest of the world. It's like, wow, that girl's crazy.
1: Yeah, but there's a crazy person everywhere.
0: I agree. I think that there are crazy people everywhere, but it was just such an unusual situation.
1: But I really liked it. I enjoyed it. It was a really great palate cleanser. It was very nostalgic.
0: It is a good palate cleanser and it's well done. I wonder what other old school book series they could make on Netflix to do this. I mean, maybe do Encyclopedia Brown. Give that another try. Or maybe do The Hardy Boys.
1: I know. they've They've done a couple movies with Nancy Drew they can do a whole series they are
0: doing a series with Nancy Drew it's on CW and it's a murder mystery it's made by the people who did um Riverdale and it's well not a lot of people like it because they make her kind of borderline whore but
1: but there you
0: go there you go that's how it rolls let us know what you think if you've seen these shows email us and stay tuned because I'll be at a convention soon Yep, just got some more news about the convention that they're saying officially because officially it is a crazy thing but we'll talk more about that in the manga review which we're talking about in two days. Or, sorry, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll talk about it. But anyway, we're out of here. We've talked too much. Let us know what you think. Email me, zanspiker.com. Let us know what you think and we're Gonsville. I'm your host, Zan. I'm Greta. See you guys later and keep watching TV.
1: Bye. Bye.